a women's health enthusiast, I'm raising my family around the world, and like you, I'm a girl who's seeking solutions. And I'm Cody, a holistic health practitioner, functional nutritionist, and a period problem solver. Did you know that periods don't have to feel like a monthly curse? That's right. We want every girl to actually look forward to her time of the month. It's time we start seeing our periods as our girl superpower. Yep. We are here to change the conversations about periods. Let's talk. Hey, everyone. This is Cody, and I've got Jess here with me as well. Welcome to our episode. We're going to talk today about our sex life, all right? We're going to talk a little bit more about kind of our sex drive and and whether it's maybe a little underwhelming, maybe you'd like it to be a little stronger, and maybe what you can do or maybe why, you know, it's not feeling like it's at the level that you really hope it, it should be or where your partner hopes it should be. So today, I'm going to just kind of share some of the things that... Um, I think are usually interesting facts that people don't really understand as far as like how the female body, like our biochemistry, how it plays a part in how strong our sex desire is or isn't, right? Mm-hmm. And what so, woman doesn't want to have better sex? Let's just put it that way. I think all women should want to have better sex. Should want to yeah. and deserve to. Absolutely. It's such an important part of our life. And actually, just to even start things off, just so you know, because this might just be like the one thing that tempts you to want to have better sex is just the fact that um, when you do have sex and you have very pleasurable sex and you have the more often you have it, the better your periods will be. So we'll bring it back to the how it affects our periods really? every single month. Yes. Okay. Interesting, right? Okay, then. Yeah, okay. I know, right? So we're going to dive into a couple of things and answer some of the questions. We did an an Instagram story on our uh, Instagram account at mixers or mix.hers, I should say, and um, over Valentine's Day. And it was fun to kind of get some feedback and questions from other women. So we'll kind of go into some of those things too, but I might just dive right in and just kind of get going on it. it. What do you think? And if you have- Dive in. I love (laughs) it. Dive in. All right. So there are quite a few- um, people that I work with. So I, I couldn't tell you what the percentage is, you know, of all of the women in the world, but I would say probably about 60% of the women that I work with usually tell me that they are sexually kind of unsatisfied, that their sex life isn't at the level that they wish it would be. And that it can kind of be a problem. It causes a little bit of tension between, mm-hmm. you know, them and their partner. And, um, and so we, we definitely talk about this because it is sex leads to health, right? And if you Cody, are not, is ha- it that they're not having sex at all, or is it that when they have sex, they're mm-hmm. not able to orgasm, or like what is it just Both. difference or what? Okay. okay, Both. Perfect. Yeah. You're exactly right. I think that they are having less sex overall, and the reason mm-hmm. that they're having less sex is because they're not feeling well, and that when they do have sex, that they aren't enjoying it. And so, right. so that's what we and need to kind like of address. it seems like a lot of work to then not enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Right. And you know, and that's hard. It's like, I think that culturally, um, it's really put out there that women should be just feeling sexy and like just in the mood every single day of the month. Ready all the time. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. unfortunately it's kind of like, you know, 
pornography that leads to a lot of the TV shows, all of that. It's like, that's how women are portrayed. At least the sexy women, right? They're the ones that are just ready to go all the time, but it's not like that in real life. And so I always love to, sorry, what? I said, no, sorry. <laughs> I know, right? And I love sex, but I yeah. am not wanting it every single second of every day. And, you know, so, um, and so it's important to understand that. So what I always start with, with my, the people that I work with, the women that I work with is I really just want to remove the like kind of shame that comes from feeling right. like you're less than like you should. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure. We're really good at putting a lot of pressure on ourselves to be these, whatever perfect, you know, whatever that seems like to you, that's, you know, we Mm want to be that, but it's important to understand that, um, that our sex drive isn't static. Okay. So being static would be that person that like always every, you know, every second of the day, they have that same level of desire, right? That's that's mm-hmm. not how it works. We're very cyclical. So just like our hormones cycle throughout the month, we've talked a lot about that. Um, all of those hormones, as they are fluctuating up and down, are actually the driving force behind whether we have a strong sex drive or or not. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. So it's you know it's okay. Like sometimes of the month you're gonna feel like it's fireworks and it's awesome and you're just, it's all the best. And then other times it's going to be a little bit flat and that's totally totally normal. Yeah. Yeah, I totally relate to that. Yeah. Good. So yeah. So let's just kind of talk a little bit about why, um, since we have kind of given a background on what's going on, you know, we've talked about the four different phases of our cycle each month, you guys are going to have a good background on kind of what I'm talking about here. So I won't try to go and rehash all of that, but you understand that, you know, through every, every phase of our cycle, we've got different levels of our sex hormones, right. That are being produced. Right. And so it's just makes sense if you understand that why you would have different times of the month that you are feeling more in the mood and then other times that you're not. Okay. So what I want to hopefully help people do is understand like what is going on with your body during different um, phases and then how you can communicate this information with your partner so that they understand. And the two of you can actually work together Together. because- yeah. Communication is key, folks. It is key and <laughs> it will lead to really a really great sex life, a really great healthy sex life that you both enjoy. And that's that's the goal here. That will lead to having more sex and that will lead to having better sex. Right? So so let's just start with the beginning, shall we? <laughs> let's yes. start with the follicular phase. Okay. So we've talked about the follicular phase before. It's the time that it's like that seven to 10 days after you stop bleeding. Okay. Mm-hmm. And during this time, there's your estrogen, your progesterone and testosterone have all really plummeted. They're really low. Okay. So you're kind of starting from ground zero. You're kind of, your body is trying to create like, this fertile ground because the next phase is the ovulatory phase, which is when we can get pregnant, but you know, it's still building. So our levels of hormones are, are rising and, um, and you are no longer bleeding. And so you are going to probably have sex, but what you need to understand is that because those sex level, those sex hormone levels are so low, 
you maybe have a little more vaginal dryness, okay? So a lot of women and men, you know, that can kind of interfere with how pleasurable um, their sex is. And so there's ways though that you can help with that. Like using a lubricant or something so it's easier for, okay. Absolutely. So use a lubricant. Now you want to make sure though, if you are, that you're reading those labels, you know, I'm going to, I'm such a stickler on that because everything that you put on or in your body is going to have an effect on your hormone levels. So we're wanting to work with your body and create healthy hormone levels. So, so make sure that you're using something that is, you know, all natural that can give you a little extra, you know, help or whatever, but it's not going to also create harmful side effects. So Um, There's lots of products that are out there that are all natural, but you know, honestly, you can go into your pantry and you can find some natural um, oils, things like that, that work great. Okay, olive oil, (laughs) like coconut oil, olive oil, oil. yeah. (laughs) A bottle of Pam. Get the Pam out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, look, coconut oil is like my first choice on that because it's. I don't know. I just think it smells better. Wait, but <laughs> I, see, here I am learning, folks. Here oh, we go. goodness. Coconut you never oil. know right. what Cody is going to share. And I apologize. I just am an open book, uh, but apologize? you can ask me I love it. anything and I will I love it. share. And it's going to totally, we'll just hope my husband doesn't listen because he will be embarrassed. But, <laughs> but yeah, no. So help, help it out, right? Help it out. Mm-hmm. It also is going to be like, it's going to take longer for your body to produce more cervical fluid. So don't expect that this is the time of the month that it's going to be all hot and heavy and quick, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to work better for you to kind of... But also women know that it's not really ever as quick as it is for men, right? <laughs> well, it just depends. That's not okay. necessarily the, the case for all women. Okay. Really, once you learn, lucky girl. <laughs> once you learn to cycle sync your sex life, it's a game changer, Jess. I'm telling you. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm here. Learn. I've got my pen and my paper. You take here. those notes. So yeah. So spend a little more time. Let the buildup happen. You know, it is true that women are definitely. Men are very visual and women are very emotional, right? And so like right. a, man, a man just seeing something that turns him on can, you know, lead him to having yes. a great orgasm. But a woman, it's like all day long, you know what I mean? There's little yeah. things that kind of help us along the way. So, you know, try to, to intentionally um, create those moments. And when your partner understands that that's how your body works and that you might need a little extra of that, you know, during this phase of your cycle... I guarantee he's going to enjoy sex if you are enjoying sex. It's that's the majority of men that I've ever talked to. They like it better when you are enjoying. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a win-win. Okay, right. So right. So work that. So then, but then, you know, we go into the ovulatory phase. Now, the ovulatory phase is about the four days in the middle of your cycle. You'll know this by just looking and noticing different signs that you're, you know, your body will give you signs that you're in this um, phase. And one of the easiest ways is to, sorry to keep bringing this, this, you know, term up, but it's, it is really like the best way for us to recognize kind of what phase of our um, cycle we're in, but you'll start noticing more cervical mucus, right? So like when you're going to the bathroom or whatever, you'll notice that, um, there's some maybe in your underwear or on your toilet paper or whatever. And that's right. just your body. What it's doing is it's like, 
you've become, you've created this fertile ground through your follicular phase. Now your body's, you know, produced this egg and it's ready to drop this egg and get that egg fertilized. This is when you actually can get pregnant. So this is when your sexual, um, your sex drive is actually going to be at its peak. Okay. Your estrogen, your, um, progesterone, everything's kind of at its highest level, right? And so you're feeling awesome. And this is when a lot of women really don't need a lot of time. You know, they don't need the foreplay. They don't need all of that. It's like, they're just, their body's just working with them. Right. So it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, always have like a quickie or anything like that, but um, but it's not, it's like the time of the month. If you were to, this would be the best time this for be both of you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, so kind of just pay attention to that. And then, um, we go into the luteal phase, which there's kind of two parts to the luteal phase. We kind of, we're coming down. We've got that. Well, I should say we have the peak of our hormones in, you know, ovulatory phase. And then they're still pretty high, like in the first part of our luteal phase. So we're really feeling good. And so you, you can really, you know, just ride that wave, you know, just enjoy, you know, do all the things. This is the time of your month where you've got the energy, you've got the desire, you know, you're going to be feeling a lot sexier. It's like, I know a lot of women that even just feel like better in their clothes. They feel like they fit better in their clothes. Their skin's looking better. All of this, that kind of lasts into that first little half of our luteal phase. And then our you know, during this time, that's when our, our estrogen, our progesterone start to dip. Okay. Okay. So all of a sudden we're kind of feeling a little more mellow. That's, I guess the best word I can think of right now, but we're kind of in this um, state where we're preparing to shed our lining through the menstrual phase and everything. And so it's like, things are kind of dropping and with that comes sometimes for women, which we are hoping we can help like eliminate, but that's when PMS starts happening. Um, Emotions are high and, you know, there's moods just change and you'll notice a difference in your people. We have had a lot of people comment that her time has helped their sex life. It absolutely does. (laughs) <laughs> Whether they realize it or not, the things that are in it actually can improve um, right. sex drive for sure. So, and because it all comes down to hormones, right? So, so yeah. So you just kind of work with your body. You're kind of like where you were maybe when you were in your follicular phase, where you're just kind of needing a little bit more buildup, a little more time, you know, um, with your partner little more understanding, you know, just mm-hmm. really connecting emotionally. That's going to be important more than physically, you know, that's going to be the time that that's, that's when that happens. So, you know, just sharing these kind of like ebbs and flows with your, your partner is going to help them to understand how to, um, treat you, how to work with you. You know what I mean? And together, it's not like you can only have sex during and enjoy it during your ovulatory phase. No, you can enjoy you can enjoy sex through all four stages, you know, but as long yeah. as you guys are understanding what it, what you need, and that'll help you then to also provide what your partner needs. Right. And so it's just all about kind of understanding what's going on with our body hormonally and cyclically, and then communicating this with your partner. Okay. But Cody, I think that we may have some listeners, which is completely fine Mm -hmm. that may have a struggle to even talk to their spouse about um 
like not wanting to hurt their feelings. Sure. Like I'm not really enjoying sex. And so if we were to start trying to do this, I mean, what do you recommend to those listeners? They're like, great, this all sounds amazing <laughs> and it makes sense. And I'm sure this applies to me as well, you know, and they're, but what if they don't feel that they can, how, how do we help listeners engage in that conversation with their, with their partner? I think you're going to have just as good of answers as I do because that's that's not my specialty for sure. But I would just say from personal experience and from, you know, talking to friends or whatever and just kind of thinking um it might just be something that just has to happen a little at a time. And you yeah. you know your partner and you you have a relationship with them. So you're going to know what works and what doesn't because every relationship is going to be a little bit different personalities are going to be different. Um, but I think that, you know, just a little, a little kind of introduction or, you know, you could start with the positives, you know, this is what I really like and go with that because you're not like, I, you're not doing it for me. Like that's going to crush a guy. I think, I think what you had said earlier definitely rings true for me and, and my relationship is that a man really enjoys to see Mm -hmm. that, you know, you're enjoying yourself and that you're, you know, turned on or whatever. And so I think that, um, actually bringing it to their attention and saying things the right way, like I really want to enjoy sex even more, Mm -hmm. you know, than I already do. I love you. And this is an amazing way for us to connect. But I really think that, you know, if we were to just, you know, I think that, not breaking them down. I don't think anyone would want to do that intentionally, but I think that what Cody, what you said about men actually really liking to see that their partner is enjoying sex, you know? Mm -hmm. So maybe they'll be even more excited if that communication is more open so that they know how to help you enjoy sex more. Yeah. You know, I feel like we're, we all can be a little insecure and guys can be too, right? It seems like guys are way more confident in in sex, in their sex drive and all of that, right? They seem like that. But I think that, you know, you just have to be, you just have to be gentle and you have to be positive. I think you need to start with the things that you um, are, are enjoying and then, and then just offer some, maybe some suggestions. You could say it like, you know, would it be fun? Do you think it would be fun if we you know, did this? Or I've noticed that when I, when we go about it this way, yeah, I heard on the It's Her Time podcast that we should try this. <laughs> yeah, they're going to, your your husband's going to go push subscribe for you if he knows that this is yeah. the stuff that we're talking about on this podcast. So that would be awesome. He could listen to this too. You could just not even have to, you know, talk to him about it and he could just listen to us and we'll tell him that, man, this there are- the shared podcast, our biggest <laughs> shared podcast. It'll be like women sending it to their husband. I hope shared. so. Time. I hope so too. This information is win-win, right? It's yeah. like, this yeah. is, we're all about like helping you both enjoy and helping you both feel your best. And so, you know, it's, it's just part of our nature. This is what happens with our female body. Our biochemistry is different than a man's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's constantly fluctuating, which is a superpower. It's not a curse or a burden. It's actually a superpower if you understand it. So right. 
I feel like, you know, the more we can keep talking about this and making this something that um, we understand better and that we are more, you know, confident in like talking to our spouses and our friends and our sisters and our whoever's um, about, I think that it, the more it's going to improve all of our lives. I agree. And Cody, can you give us some notes because, well, some tips on how did you, did you call it cycle sync? You're cycle syncing. <laughs> how, like, how do you do, like, do you, did you just track it exactly mm-hmm. with your cycle? Mm-hmm. That's where it started. So, you know, I think that it's really important. I'm going to encourage that every woman start tracking their well, cycles. I, wanna, I don't. So I'm going to start. Well, you Hello, should. Where have I been? In fact, we need to create our own app. Honestly, Jess, let's, let's yes, work on let's that. But there are some good apps out there. Um, I, okay, I use one. So of course that's the only one that I can think of, but I know there are other great apps out there, but I use an app called Clue. Okay. And so it's not the best. I don't know if it's the best. It's just what I use, but, um, it's just a way that I can track, like not just when I'm going to start menstruating and then when I end, but it also will give me like clues into you're about ready to start ovulating. Now it's an app. It's not my body. So it's guessing based on like the average woman, right? But we're all different. So like if you were to say, what's the average cycle, you know, it's every 28 days. Well, that's not the case for every woman. Some women have their their monthly cycle is every 24 days. And some women, it's like every 32 days. And that's still considered normal. But the more you track and kind of pay attention to this, the more you're going to understand what is normal for you. You know, you have that information in front of you and that knowledge is power. Okay. So having that, like whether you just put it on a calendar or you use an app is going to be very, very helpful for you over the long run. The more information you have, the better. The other thing is, is that I just needed to start understanding, like listening to the different signs and paying attention to the different signs that my body was naturally giving me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, cervical fluid is one of the easiest ways to tell what is going on with your body. So when your hormones are low, your sex hormones are low, there's not going to be, um, there's going to be a lot of vaginal dryness, right? So that's something mm-hmm. to, that is easy to pay attention to if you are aware that you should be paying attention to it. Right. Right. So there's that. Then you start noticing that that starts to increase. And you'll notice that, you know, there's, we could do a whole podcast just on cervical mucus, but uh, (laughs) I don't know how many listeners we'd get on that, but it is something interesting. Maybe we'll write a blog post and you can go read it or something if you'd like. um, But there's different textures that come with the cervical mucus, right? And these are all signs, you know, we've talked about on our Instagram I want to know all this. It's really cool. It really is. That's so cool. (laughs) I nerd out on this stuff, you know, but I, it's just these are signs that your body gives you. We've talked about how like the different colors of blood, right? Menstruation blood, like it tells you different things. Well, same thing with your cervical fluid. It's telling you what, what phase you're in, like where your hormones are. So you'll just kind of pay attention to that. You'll know. I'd love to get into this too. Cause I, my goal would be to help every woman that doesn't need to be on birth control, get off birth control because it's not the most effective way to prevent pregnancy. It just isn't. It's not the only way I should say. It is an effective way, but it's not the only way. And it doesn't lead to long-term health for women. But um, there's ways to naturally, you know, prevent pregnancy if you start learning to pay attention to some of these natural cues that your body is giving you. So 
So yeah. So bottom, once start- bottom line is our bodies are so incredible. They're 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 so well designed. They're so smart. Mm-hmm. And the only time that our body really kind of works against us or it seems like it's working against us is when we're not working with it. When we right. are trying to force our way through, you know, things like we just talked about, we've got these ebbs and flows through our month when we have more energy or more sexual desire and then times when we don't. But when we don't, we shouldn't try to push our way through it. That's not actually working with well, our Well, we shouldn't try to hormones. push our way through it and have it actually end up creating shame or mm-hmm. like, I'm the worst wife. It's like, no, it's just part of life. Yeah. It's part of your body. It's part of your system. Mm-hmm. And just working with it and knowing that it's that time of month. You know exactly, exactly, and just and 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 understand the power that comes from that. I mean, it's it's really really cool. We as girls, we're lucky. We're lucky because we have this total way of seeing what is going on with our overall health by what is going on with our female cycle. Pretty cool. I love it. Well, thank you for teaching me about cycle syncing my sex life. You're welcome. And we can definitely dive into it a little bit more if we, if we decide to down the road, but, um, yeah, I, I would just love it if we could get some of our, you know, customers, our listeners, our, um, followers or whatever, ask questions because seriously, that's what leads us to these type of topics. Um, I love talking about this stuff. As you can tell, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to share some personal things. I know that, you know, that can maybe make my husband feel a little uncomfortable sometimes, but he's used to it. He's been married to me yeah. for 28 years. He knows this is and what he he's got. You. Yeah. You don't ever embarrass him. <laughs> I adore him too. So, and you know, and part of that has just been our success with communicating and understanding, you know, what works for me, what works for him and then what works for us. Yes. Everyone ask your questions because that's really what Helps Cody and me to know what topics are relevant, what you guys want to learn about. Um, We want to be providing um, great content that is helpful. So ask questions, let us know, and we will be ready. Perfect. This was fun. Thanks, Jess. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Mixers, creator of Her Time. Her Time is your monthly lifesaver, period. It's an all-natural supplement that you drink with key ingredients known to help you combat your monthly cycle symptoms at the root each and every month. Try it for yourself. You can find us at mixers.com, M-I-X-H-E-R-S.com, and on social media at mixers.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We are here to talk about what you want to know, so be sure to direct message us with your questions and comments on our Instagram account at mix.hers. We may even ask you to be a special guest. Thanks again. We look forward to hearing from you and continuing the conversation. Mm -hmm.